Welcome to Ditch the Binge, the podcast where I help you stop binge eating and build a banging body image without having to obsessively track all your meals, be haunted by the scale, or waste another year of your life being controlled by how you look. If you are finally ready to end the war with food and body and grab life by the balls, you are in the right place. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Let's talk about being the worst person in the room. The room can be figurative. It can be literal. But what I really want to dig into today is giving yourself the permission to suck. Giving yourself permission to not know to not have all of the answers, to not have all of the most efficient ways, to not be the top person right now. So to kind of help solidify this message, I want to take you back uh, a ways to high school and to talk about tennis. I used to be pretty good pretty good tennis player. I really liked it. And, you know, I've been watching tennis on TV and just following some local groups here and really getting the itch to get back in it. It's one of my favorite sports. I love it so much. And I haven't done it in years and years and years. And so I've just been kind of getting that itch to get back out there. But in high school, I got into it I took some lessons and I started getting pretty decent my eighth grade freshman year of high school. And I went to a local college and found someone to start giving me lessons. And I started signing up for tennis tournaments and I was terrified. I was terrified because... I like to be the best. <laughs> I I do. I, I do. I think a lot of us do. When we do something, you want to do it well. You want to be proud of yourself. And in the beginning, when you're not, it is a little mortifying. It's a little painful. And thankfully, I had really supportive parents that helped me kind of search out these instructors and these groups to get me involved in. And I would go there and I didn't always win. In fact, I got annihilated on some of them. And I started playing with students at the college. And I was even more embarrassed there because I was a freshman in high school and they were in college, which at that time felt like, whoa, you know, that's a big deal back then. And I was just, I was so embarrassed. I didn't even really want to go because I just wanted to come out good. I didn't, I didn't want to not be good, but I kept putting myself in situations where I knew I wasn't the best. My high school was really small. I grew up in a very small town, and there were other people on the tennis team, and they were okay, but none of them really pushed me. None of them really challenged me. None of them really forced me to dig deep for those matches, for those points, for improving my skills. 
And it felt nice to win. It felt nice to just go out and volley some back and forth and help other people with their swings and strokes and and just have a great time. Like that was all fun, but I wasn't getting better. When I started signing up for those matches, when I started taking those lessons, when I started hitting with those college students, hitting balls faster than I'd ever hitten, hitten, hit, hitted, hit. Wow, words are hard sometimes. <laughs> hitting balls faster than I've ever hit and working on strokes that I never even knew existed, learning techniques that I had no idea were available to me. Because I put myself in uncomfortable situations with people that were 10 times better than I was. I see people holding back, not not taking the jump, not taking the risk, not asking for the promotion, not asking for the job, not making the move, not signing up for the event. For fear of being the worst person in the room. And what I hope you get from today is a reframe on this. Because when we think about that, when we think about coming in last, being the idiot in the room that has all the questions and doesn't know, again, I relate. It's a gross feeling. Most of us don't like it. But it is how you get better the fastest. It is swallowing some of that ego and admitting, I don't know. And I'm here to get better. I had to swallow that pride when I went into those tennis matches. Like I definitely showed up with a puffed up chest and a cute tennis skirt on, like ready to do some work. Also knowing my ass was probably going to be handed to me, but I knew that I would be pushed. The lessons that I went to were hard and I knew I was going to get better faster because I was playing with people above me. And again, it didn't mean I quit playing with people at my level or below because you can learn stuff from people at every single level. But for me, where I was at, knowing what I wanted in my tennis career in high school, I wanted to get better faster. And the fastest way to do that is to throw yourself in the pool with the sharks, to start swimming with the big boys. Another time I did this, I don't know if you have heard of her. Her name is Rachel Rogers, and she is a female entrepreneur. She's pretty well-known. If you don't, you can look her up. But I, I pitched myself to her for her coming onto my podcast. I didn't really know how popular she was at the time. I mean, I knew she was pretty popular, but I didn't really know how popular she was. And I knew... She was way out of my league. Like, I knew that. And I did it anyways. I sent her a message on Instagram. No response. I followed up with her through email. No response. She's never 
interacted with me. She doesn't know that I exist. And I still made those offers. Because you have a 100% more likely chance of getting what you want when you ask for it. Jesse Itzler just posted, it is Sarah Blakely's husband, the owner of Spank's husband, just posted on Instagram about this too, how his driver came from, he was picking up Jesse at the airport and his driver came with his running shoes and was like, hey, you know, if you have some time, I would love to show you around the town. Like I got my shoes, I'm ready to go. If you want to do this, I'd love to show you around. And now that driver and Jesse are homies. Jesse has them come over, they hang out because that guy made himself made himself available for that situation. Was Jesse out of quote out of his league? Sure. Yeah. So what? That doesn't mean you aren't allowed to get in where you fit in, right? That doesn't mean you're not allowed to make the ask. The worst thing that is usually going to happen is someone either says no or we ask a question that is kind of dumb. Like there are definitely dumb questions, but whatever. The worst case in both of those things are a little bit of discomfort, a little bit of your pride being smashed. That is nothing that you can't live through. You have done it so many times in your life and you are fully capable of handling a little bit of humility. And this is the reframe of instead of making it mean I'm dumb, I'm not worthy, I'm never going to make it. What did you learn from it? What are you going to use from that situation to be better, to do better, to do it differently next time? How are you going to grow as a person from the review you got at work? How are you going to grow when you walk into the room of women that you feel are 10 miles ahead of you? What are you going to learn from them? Because when you show up to those situations and you are all up in your head, you're frozen, you're riddled with anxiety, you literally like create this bubble around you that pushes people away, but also prevents information from coming into you. You are, you're basically sending out these signals of like, Hey, I'm not worthy. I'm not good. Definitely don't come here. Don't come here. Don't come here. And it's shifting that story to I'm here to learn. I'm here to get feedback. I'm here to improve. I'm here to do better. That's it. In a way, it's kind of nice to take the pressure off of yourself. Like we all want to be the big dog and do the best and think sometimes that like it's going to be amazing at the top, but there's there's stress up there too. It's just different stress. And that person at the top, guess what? They feel the same way you do in other situations. And they have felt the same way you do right now. 
you know, I felt this way before I started the podcast. I'm sure some of you out there are listening like, oh, I want to start a podcast, but who am I? Who's going to listen? How do I even start? How do I get it on iTunes? I mean, that was one of my biggest blockers was I don't even, how on earth do I get this on iTunes? Like I couldn't even fathom it. (laughs) And I didn't have a producer. I still don't. I've done everything by myself and it's not the best. But I asked questions, I got feedback, and I'm continually growing and learning. And now I'm on episode 69. I've been doing this for over a year because I started. I didn't start beautifully. I didn't start perfectly, but I took the first step. And I don't care how perfect your plan is for how you want things to go, once you start, you're going to find all the hiccups along, along the way. You're going to find what really does work for you, what doesn't work for you, what you do like, what you don't like, what they like, what they don't like. None of which you can figure out until you actually do the thing. So let this be the reminder in your life that you do belong. Every single person starts at the beginning, unless you're like a Kardashian, (laughs) okay? There's always those exceptions. But most of us start at the bottom. We start at the bottom. Let yourself be the worst person because that is the biggest gift. When you are surrounded by people doing better than you, when you are surrounded by people who know more than you, when you are surrounded by people that want to help you, you are in the best seat in the house. So don't not take the action. Don't not raise your hand. Don't not ask the questions for fear of looking stupid because that is going to be the key to getting what you want, to growing the fastest, to learning the fastest. And this is how you you develop more self-trust too is doing these things and realizing I didn't die. I, I actually get this question, like, how do you just not care so much? How do you show up so confident? I've been practicing this for a long time. I mean, tennis, freshman year of high school, is a great example. I was terrified. I'm still terrified when I do a lot of things. But the thing is that over time, I've gained that trust and knowing that I can survive this, that the worst that's going to happen is I'm going to be embarrassed. (laughs) The worst that's going to happen is I'm going to feel really uncomfortable. The worst that's going to happen is I'm not going to hit my goal. And guess what? It doesn't matter because I know those of you that are listening to this, if you don't hit your goal, you just keep going. You don't quit. Not hitting your goal sucks and is not the end of the road. Learning from those situations, learning from the people ahead of you and looking at them for an example of what is possible instead of, well, they're already doing it, so I just shouldn't. Well, they've already done this. They're already better than me, so who am I? I've had those exact same thoughts. You are the perfect person for your people, for your life. The world is big. There's plenty of time, money, people for you to get exactly 
what you want, but you've got to start. So go out there, sign up for the thing, put yourself in situations where people are better than you. People are doing what you want. People have the life that you are striving for. Not carbon copy, probably. I hope not. I hope you have like some of your own things that you, you know, take bits and pieces from each person and situation, but not steering clear of those uncomfortable situations or people. And instead, you know, sliding into those DMs, making the pitch, making the bold request, getting rejected, and getting back up and doing it again. All right, my friends, thank you for being here. I will talk to you next week. I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here and listening and taking time to let me into your little ear holes. It means the world to me. It would also mean the world to me if you would just take a hot little second and subscribe to the show and leave a review. This helps other people who have been where you're at or are currently where you're at find this podcast. And that is the greatest gift you could give to me. Thanks for hanging in there.